You know, a lot of people say that automation just isn't personal, but actually it is. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to explore marketing automation. And hopefully, by the end of the show, you're not going to think that it's some scary, big, bad thing, but something you need to be thinking very seriously about. And in this conversation, I'm going to be visiting with Richard Wall. He's a marketing jack of all trades who helps B2B businesses ploy and use marketing automation to generate new leads and keep their customers engaged. And he's the host of That Marketing Podcast, exploring the world of marketing with niche experts and industry veterans. Richard, welcome to the show. Hi, Lorraine. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Okay, so we're going to start off with the elephant in the room, automation. I can smell automation a mile away. I It just feels stale and geeky and there's no personal touch. So it's not really that way, is it? No, I, I, I want to know who, you're, uh, who you've got that impression from because our sales team will definitely want to have a word with them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about how much of your... How much, how much about you is out on, on the web in whether that's Facebook, whether your business page, your LinkedIn, this, this podcast details, if you've had personalization that feels robotic and stale, it just means it's not very good automated <laughs> personalization. I mean, you can do, I think probably where it goes stale and forced is people try and do too much. You know, I've seen, I've, I've worked with people that have, they write the their, they write their marketing personas based on what they want to email. And they say, you know, there's this is Sharon. She drives an Audi A4. She's got six kids. Two of them are in high school. One's in pre-K. She went to Yale and she works for a business. She commutes to West Virginia six times a year. It's like that's too much. That you're not going to use that. It's like, oh, hey, Sharon, we just happen to be in West Virginia tomorrow. Like, it, it does. It looks rubbish. But you know, if you focus on her as as a parent, as a working person, as, even as a woman, like there's, you, if you try and do too much, that's when it feels stale. That smart personalization is saying, okay, you're, you're interested in this stuff. So it's okay. taking your interest out at a really, a, a quite a high level. Okay, so it, what I'm hearing you say is that you have to kind of strike a balance. You have to have a well-defined persona so that the conversation, that whatever content you're writing feels relevant, but not creepy relevant like you're sitting in my backyard looking over the fence <laughs> absolutely yeah i mean even at a, a basic level you know when we we write to sales directors or we write to marketing directors you put different things in because they have they have different metrics different priorities they care about different stuff and actually you know a sales director for a small printing company isn't ever so different from the sales director of microsoft they, they've got the metrics they care about are the same. The measures they use, the way they structure their teams, so much things. They're so in. They've got so much in common. And one thing I try and tell our customers quite often is, if your personas go too specific, then you're just describing each individual, and then it's not a persona; it's just a bio. And your your persona has to be broad enough to pull in enough people that it that it's a group. Otherwise, you're just you're just on a on a one to one marketing play, and that's you can do that with or without automation. So step number one, I've got to define my persona. 
So now I know who I want to talk to. I want to talk to business owners that are home service professionals. And so that's a fairly broad niche, but you know, your plumbers, your roofers, it's a concise niche. It's not the lawyers. It's not the daycare centers. It's definitely people coming into your home. So now I've got this clear picture of who I want to talk to. How do I go about building an effective automated campaign to reach a community once I have gone, okay, I know who I'm talking to. What's next? Well, I suppose you've got to I mean, whether this comes under personas or not, is what do they care about? I mean, that's probably going to evolve. That's probably a, that's probably a second layer down because it's going to evolve far more with time. You know, mm-hmm. you'll get marketing trends or you know different tax laws changing. From if you're targeting accountants, for example, um, and just let them. I think let them find their own path is kind of part of it. That a lot of the the top top of funnel stuff that we do under automation is very very broad, mm-hmm. and then it breaks down further further beyond that like our, our our webinar invites kind of go to go to everybody and then at the end of the year you take a look and see okay what do we know about the people that came to this webinar but didn't come to this one can we do more with that you've got to kind of peel back the layers um and but and just respond to things i don't try and do too much with the automated again I, I think this is going to be the key golden nugget mm-hmm. don't try and do too much at any one point you've got to let things drip through Absolutely. But you touched on something else that I think is really interesting is that automation gives you a level of data. And I'm an old school marketing geek. I love numbers because to me, they paint pictures. And when you're using a marketing automation tool, you really have an opportunity to step back and really look at, well, this worked, this didn't. And oh, look, there's this group of people over here that I can talk to because I've identified, I've learned something about them through the automation campaign. How else can you use data to fine tune your results? Well, we do a lot of split testing, which is, it can also be automated. We've got a lot of campaigns that run with split tests going and they just, they sit in the background ticking away. We've got, I was looking at one campaign result. We've had it running for a year and it's had thousands, it's driven thousands of new website visitors just because we've let it do its thing and not tweaked and played with it too much and i think what, what you can also do with automation is is how that gives you the room to experiment for example like when you download a resource off our site which hopefully a load of the audience are going to do because we've got loads of great stuff about what we do and about how automation works for different sectors and things like that well you'll you'll then get and you'll get the resource via an email obviously that's got to be the, the basic first step but then over the next, I think it's four or five weeks, we're going to drip feed you more content to see if we can sort of tease out a bit more of what you're what you're interested in. I love that idea. And I'm a fan of drip marketing because our inboxes are full. We get so much information. And so when you can kind of piece it out a little at a time and it's relevant because it's connected to that first step, I think it's a great way to make a connection with your audience. And it just keeps you in, keeps you in mind that... I think I think it's been covered in a couple of episodes that I've picked up on listening to listening to to, to the podcast that people very few people at any one time are in a buying moment or a buying mood. Mm-hmm. So you drop up one guest that we had at our conference is a sales coach, a guy called Anthony Steers. You should definitely get him on as well if uh, if he's around. He's, he's a great uh, coach. Um, he said email marketing and in the marketing automation is like takeaway pizza menus. And what he means by that is, has this scenario ever happened to you? Someone knocks at the door. Hi there, do you want to buy a pizza? 
Has that ever happened to you? No. No, no. No, exactly. No, and, I, I mean, and I grew up in New York, which is the home of pizza. And I can guarantee you, nobody's ever knocked on my door. Exactly. So they leave the leaf. They say, like, okay, you're not, you're not going to buy pizza right now. But next time you fancy pizza, come to us. That's what you're marketing. It's that, oh, yeah, and you know, you'll, you'll stick that menu on your fridge, or on your pin board or next to your door, wherever you, wherever you keep bits and pieces. And then next time, next time the kids go, oh, can we get pizza? You go, oh, hang on, got a leaflet. They might have a, might have a voucher on there. They've got the menu. And that's what you go to. That's what automation is. So it's making sure that, because you can't predict a buying moment half the time, especially for something like software. There's major drivers of change, like companies being bought out or new marketing directors coming in or new products. That you, that's not information that's in the public domain. You can't, if you could guess, or if you could predict exactly when everyone's going to be in a buying moment, then you know, my goodness, that would be incredible. But because you can't, you make sure that just every every so often they hear from you, you say, oh, hi, we're here. Next time you think, next time you're in the market for us, come and check us out. And that's what you're trying to achieve a little bit. It's that regular, con- regular and consistent. Those are the two things that marketing, that automation can deliver because you set it up and it runs and it just goes. You don't have to it's not at the mercy of you forgetting to do something or, or being sick or you know having to go to the dentist on the day you'd usually send out the email. It's just there, it's done, and you keep it going. It brings stuff in. It's not a it's not a quick win, it's not a hack, it's not an easy play. It's just getting consistent basics right in a way that over time will deliver. Absolutely. And bottom line is you can't do this on your own. The whole idea with marketing automation is that you can use software tools to get it done. And uh, you're probably a little passionate about a particular tool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Spotler is our, Spotler is the company that I represent, run the podcast through. Yeah. That's spotler.co.uk. Hopefully we can get that get that in the show notes and I'll, I'll, I'll get us, I'll get a link yeah, to this podcast out on our social channels so if you guys are if any if you've got a, an audience that are following your channels then i'll make sure we we pop up on there um yeah there's marketing automation is the is the core platform there's also gator leads which is the one that does the the entry work of spotting who's on your website identifying the people on your website either based on what details they give or on ip tracking if they don't give you details we can u- we use um social media management tools and I think by the pod time the podcast goes out, I'll be allowed to say this. We're actually working on a platform that will deliver a personalized website experience Ooh. based on the data that you've done. So if you come, it will remember you if you've come back. It will remember what topics you looked at. And at, at the time of recording, that's quite new and that's really exciting. But by the time this goes out, hopefully we'll have a really good handle on it. And I I mean, when, I, when we got introduced to it and our CEO introduced the team behind it, I just went, that's fantastic. There's so much we awesome. can do. And I can immediately see what I want to do. So I'm looking forward to playing with that. Awesome. So first off, I really want to thank you for dropping by. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it has. It's been great. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. And I'm going to have a link in the show notes to to spotler.co.uk. And also there'll be a link to a special offer page. So I hope everybody will take advantage of. Fabulous. Okay. Well, I look forward to it. Thank you. And if you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your small business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.